Um, I'm Chase, and this is the first episode of Diet Sweet Talk. Um, this is, uh, it's, I think it's more for me than it is for anybody else, really. Um, I just kind of went through a little heartbreak, and it kind of sent me, like, to my breaking point. And uh, I kind of just wanted to talk about it and some, some other things that are kind of bothering me. Um, uh, trigger warning as well. I do um, get into some PTSD um, trauma-related uh, content. So that was your warning. So, um, yeah, so I'm basically just going to tell a little bit about my story. It's not really a, a crazy special story. Unless you count all the sodomy. Just kidding, Mom. If you're listening, I didn't mean it. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I want to say around December, um, this thing with somebody was building up. And um, we kind of confessed our feelings for each other. But the problem was there's a significant other, right? And this kind of like started this cycle of... Like, oh, I want to be with you so bad and for, like, one week. And then the next week it would be like, oh, I'm actually just going to stay with my boyfriend. We can't, we can't keep doing this. And then we wouldn't talk to each other for a couple of days, but then we'd see each other and it would just start over. And this intense, intense emotional, like, bond just kept getting stronger and stronger. And um, it's it's... I don't even know how to explain it, like, it was something that I feel that I've never felt before, it was, it was everything, like, the good parts, you know, and it was just this magical thing that I, I had never experienced, and I, I just loved every second of the good stuff, you know, and I think that's kind of dangerous now that I'm taking a step back and looking at it, um, but after about, I want to say five months of those continuous cycles, it just finally, they they said, okay, I want a future with you. And they broke up with their significant other for me. And um, for me, right? Poor little Chase. He's nothing special. But somebody decided to take a step and and be with him, right? And then just... What happens next is just every ounce of, like, heaven. Heaven to me. I just, I never felt better in my life. Things were, like, I was waking up early in the morning. Like, I was going out of my way to do things for this person that I usually wouldn't do. And um, it was just great. I loved every second of it. And... And then, you know, that lasted for about a month, sadly. And one day, they just, they stopped talking to me. I get ignored. I get ignored for three days. Three days! And then I I see them, and I'm like, we gotta talk. Like, what's going on? And essentially, they tell me um, they don't want me anymore. They don't see a future with me. And it was very abrupt, and it caused me so much confusion. Like, we we hung out, like, last week, and everything was great. We were laughing and having fun, and, like, 
like growing together more and more so I thought and now all of a sudden they don't want me like how do I react to that um so I leave it at that and um for now you know or at that point I did and I just I spiral I feel so broken someone had given me a slice of heaven or what I thought was heaven and then like Satan came in and was like alright buddy you've had enough time here alright you gotta you gotta skedaddle and um it was in April right this all goes down in April um backstory um of why April is a um a terrible month for me um a year ago in April I was walking my dog and um my neighbor had decided to um, unalive himself uh, in a tree. And um, we, me and my dog Maya, she's so fluffy and lovely, um, we stumbled across her on one of, or we stumbled across my neighbor um, on one of our walks. And um, this, this kind of, uh, it messed me up. It messed me up for a long time. Um, I've had nightmares, um, I get triggered easily when, um, things are brought up, um, this might be, um, a little too much imagery, but my neighbor, he had on a, um, a gray hoodie, and he, um, he pulled the hood over his head, you know, when he, when he did that. And when I found him, you know, the hood was over and the strings were drawn um, tight. So, I, so you know, um, anytime I see a gray hoodie or, like, anybody wearing a hood, I do get kind of, uh, I get a little panicky. And um, it's hard, you know. And this person knew all about all of my problems, and they offered to stay the night with me on the anniversary of that and to they said to to make up for the bad memories we're gonna recreate or not recreate but like make some good new memories and this this meant so much to me and it still does even though like it didn't it didn't end up the way I wanted it to um, it's, it, that meant a lot to me. And so I ran for a long time from, from therapy or any antidepressants or anything like that. And I still haven't really dug into that, but, um, I'm working on it. And so, so she, so, so she stays the night with me and we make good memories and to replace the bad memories. And, um, you know, a few days later I get ignored and then she tells me that um, I, I'm not what you want. So me feeling broken, I just, um, I don't really know what to do. And um, I cry. I cry a lot and hard. Harder than I've ever cried in any relationship that I've ever had, I, I feel like. I've never... I've never been emotionally attached to anyone as much as I was attached to them. And it was, it, it still hurts. This was like last week. 
I'm talking about I'm talking about it like it was like a year ago, but it's this last week, and I'm still working through it. But um, so she told me that we didn't have a future together on a Friday, and then um, Sunday she she brought my she brought my house key back because I had given it to her so she could watch my dog while I visited my older sister in Missouri. And um, for months, I had, you know, flirted with her and talked to her about, like, taking her to my cousin's wedding in May and um, <laughs> and making her do a slow dance with me. And my dumb romantic ask, I don't know, I don't know why I thought this would make anything better or anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just thought it would be relieving. And uh, I grabbed her hand. I said, you owe me a dance. Uh, when she dropped off the key Sunday, and then we slow danced to a song, and then we kissed for the last time, and um, it did not make anything easier. I think it made it worse, actually, and um, that was it. I just, I continued to cry. I remember one day I was, um, I was at the school doing some work, and my mom calls, and I didn't really want to tell my mom about anything, um, because, you know, I just, I didn't want to bring her into it, and she just asked me how I'm doing, and just the sound of her voice, I, I cry, I cry so hard, there's ugly snot bubbles coming out of my nose, it's so embarrassing, and, um, I'm hurting, and not only do I have these, like, this month of April just being, the worst mental month for me um, on top of that like this the heartbreak and everything everything taking place is just it just sucks like I just like I couldn't do the things that I normally do because it was just like too much like I couldn't hang out with my friends because I was just such a drag like I tried hanging out with my friends and I would just sit there in the corner and they're like, oh, what's wrong, Chase? And I can't really, like, it's so tough being, like, extremely sad and heartbroken. And then somebody asks you what's wrong, and then you're fighting tears. And, like, you don't know what to do. It's so, it's so, oh, it's so frustrating, right? And, um, I don't know, I just, I cried so much to the point where it was like, you know when you're like dry heaving like you can't throw up anymore <laughs> but you're trying to get it out right it was like that but with my eye holes <laughs> like <laughs> I was just so terrible I I I never ever want to feel that amount of pain ever again in my life but then a few days later um I see her and I'm in a situation where I kind of have to see her um, I know it's not the best situation to be in, and it kind of makes it tougher, but I, I see her a few days later, and um, this is, uh, it's, we start off ignoring each other because it's just kind of, like, awkward, but um, I ask her how she's doing, and then that leads into this conversation, and then we're getting all friendly again, and I'm like, oh, God, is this the beginning of another cycle because I can't do this anymore, Right? But, um, so I, I just got mixed signals, and I was like, is is there a chance 
at all. And I know this is like extremely desperate of me, but I just felt so good with her. And um, I was still chasing that feeling, and I was like, is there a chance? And she didn't really say no. She just, she just smiled and, and just didn't give me any answers. And um, it's, it was rough. It, it, it filled me with hope when I didn't need hope at that moment, you know, I needed to be, like, I needed to be, I needed the rejection to be recertified, I guess, if you can say that, but, um, yeah, I just, um, it filled me with hope, and then, like, I came up with this idea, and I told her about it, I was like, what if we just, like, start over as friends, and then we both take time to heal from what we need to heal from, and, um, and I just, I never heard anything back from it. And then the next day, um, I was like, hey, like, did you, like, did you get my message? Is everything okay? Like, I get, I get, um, greeted with kind of, like, frustration in, like, a way that, like, when you're tired of somebody annoying you, you know, I felt like I was being annoying when she responded and um i tr- i tried to be like not annoying like i just i just want answers you know they were never really good at communicating or understanding like what i deserved you know the type of love that i deserved and i it wasn't reciprocated you know like i would go out of my way to try to do things to like make them feel okay i would I would help them out if they were being stressed. I, I researched medication for them. I did their art homework. It's for months, you know? And um, it, it was just like the feeling of not being wanted by someone that you want so bad is just absolutely crushing. And I know like it's, it's just, I just wanted answers, right? And after, like, prying and, like, doing my best to get these answers out of her, she finally says, no, there's not a chance. I don't want to be with you. I need you to to step back and, um, and stop. And I was like, okay, well, you could have said that already. Like, I, you just fill me with hope and then, like, you just crush it down already, you know. You really came in like a wrecking ball or whatever the fuck that was, you know. And um, so I ask her, like, up front, I'm like, are you, are you getting back with your ex? Like, because I, I had this gut feeling, like, when she wasn't responding to me and, like, treating me differently than she had been the past month, that's, like, you know, something bad is going to happen. Like, this is too good for me. Like, it's too good to be true. She's gonna, she's gonna dip. Like, right. And, uh, she said no. And, and I was like, well, okay. Like, is there anything I can do? She said no. Nothing. Okay. I'll just go on being crushed. I'll move on. I'll let go. Um, but the next day, I, um, somebody tells me that they were talking to, to, to this specific person, and they were like, yeah, me and my ex are getting back together, we're gonna get a dog, and, and this just kind of, it, it hurt even more, but, like, 
it made me feel like disgusted it made me feel like I'm still sad and broken but it made me feel disgusted I'm here broken shattered I'm picking up my pieces and you get to go back to your little fairy tale your little fairy tale relationship and I'm just here I'm crying my eyes out I'm just here and what and so I proceed to send this message of like hey I'm really hurt that you lied to me and um, you really could have been straightforward uh, with me and I think I deserved that and I kind of I, I told him that I, you've lost your privileges of being in my life um, not that they wanted that anyways but I just it was it just a punch in the gut like I'm already down and somebody just like kicked me right in my temple you know it, it's just gross I hated every second of it like as soon as they said as soon as my other friend said that I was like oh man this is this is terrible I hate this feeling but also I feel I feel sad, but I also don't, like, I want to be angry. I want to be so mad at, at her. And I can't because I understand that people make choices, and I've made choices. I've, I've, I've done, I've, I've been in relationships where I'm like, no, I can't. Like, and then I've went to somebody else and I've been in, I've been on both sides of this, and I hate, I absolutely hate that I can't like be mad at her for making her decision and doing what she wants to do. It absolutely blows that I'm not what she wanted, the way that she was what I wanted, you know. And all of this, it, it's really. It's really made me take a step back and realize that I need to work on my self-worth and I need to understand the love that I deserve. I know right now um, it's hard. Um, every day does get, it does get a little better to breathe. Um, I do still have to see her, um, but I'm, I'm gonna do my best not to, to let my emotions or my feelings for her get in the way of of whatever it is, you know. Um, I just I I'm 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 still hurt, but it it does get easier to breathe every day. Every day it gets easier. Um, usually when I'm depressed, I start off or depressed or heartbroken, I start off with um, really sad Johnny Cash songs, <laughs> and then I work my way up to really happy Beatles songs, and uh, I listen to my first Beatles song. Uh, yesterday so listen to the Beatles <laughs> you know be happy that you didn't you didn't go into this relationship you know be happy that it worked out the way it did because that's how it's supposed to be and um, yeah it's just it's it blows it blows I'm still really sad about it but what can you do you know what can you do and um yeah i'm still i'm still struggling with um the whole mental health thing 
Um, but I did sign up for counseling at the school because it's free and I'm broke and I have a nicotine addiction, so I couldn't really afford therapy anyways. So, um, yeah, I, um, I'm getting better. It does get better. I'm smiling while saying this. You can't see me, but I, I promise I'm smiling while saying it does get better. Um, I, today I woke up and I looked myself in the mirror and I said I'm never going to let anybody hurt me like that again. Um, it's, I know it's sad that it kind of hurts, hurts my willingness to give people a chance, but it, I think it's also making me stronger and, um, it's given me more of a reason to not put up with bullshit and not be dragged along for six months until, you know, you finally get what you want just to have it taken away from you. Um, yeah, I just, I know we're on the come up. Like, I signed a, I signed a record deal for my music to, to be produced and, like, recorded and stuff, and... I should be dancing my ass off, right? That's such a good thing. It's all I've ever wanted was to, like, do music and, like, have it released. And I I can't. I can't be anything but sad about someone who was never going to love me the way that I deserve to be loved, you know? And um, it's only hurting myself. It's only... It's only hurting my mental health, you know, but it's just, it's frustrating, and I really just wanted to talk to you guys about it, I really needed to tell it, and um, I really appreciate everyone who's been there for me, I appreciate you all for listening to me right now, I know it takes time, just right now I'm in the stage where it, she's everywhere, but not here, you know, and it hurts. And by that I mean, you know, you see you see a car like hers or you see someone who slightly resembles her and your heart stops and you feel that you feel your soul just drop to your feet and it's it's hard right now. But with time, um I know I will heal and uh, I know I'll make new friends. I've already met so many new friends, um, so so many great people that, you know, they're not afraid to hear you out and to just be what you need and to give you hugs when you need it, and it's really nice. But if you guys are ever struggling, um, you know, with your own mental health, you're going through a heartbreak, um, just please promise me that you'll reach out to somebody and be open about your depression or whatever you're going through, your anxieties. Um, I found that being open about it and talking about it um, is a lot more beneficial than just keeping it in and keeping it to yourself and pushing people that love you away. Um, you can always reach out to me um, on my Instagram at Diet Chase. Please send me a message if you're having a, a hard time. I'll call you. I will. I'll. I'll be. I'll be the ear you need to listen. But also, um, the National Suicide Prevention Line, that number, uh, 1-800-273-8255. Please, 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 if you're ever having a hard time, you're having bad thoughts, please give that number a call. Um, just reach out. It gets better. Time, 
time will heal time will heal you time will heal me and um, one day you'll wake up and you won't feel anything towards the situation or towards the person and it'll be a brand new chapter in the book of you and I think that's beautiful I think you're beautiful and um, thank you guys for listening Uh, next week I'm going to do another episode I'm going to have on a special guest probably won't be as depressing as this one was just a sad lonely chase talking about his feelings I promise it'll be more than that Um, but yeah thanks for tuning in to Diet Sweets Talks Sweets Talks Diet Sweet Talks or Diet Sweets Talks I don't know I'll figure it out alright guys I'll see you soon